Time is running out for the planet Earth. It's impervious to all voices. There's an intriguing sensation. It's a nuclear device. Fun, fun, fun! Yes, that's nice. Statistically speaking, of course, it's still the safest way to travel. It belongs to a creature from outer space. It's a bird! It's a plane! It's very important. It does not confuse. Hi, everyone, and welcome to an all-new episode of the Geek Shell Inherit podcast. I'm Daniel Pickett. I'm Jason Lindsay. And hey, we just finished up with your favorite time of the year. We did, we did. How'd, how'd that go for you? You know, it went okay. Um, slightly disappointing. Tell you, oh. it went okay because I should make this a tradition. Well, I can't really because I don't really collect Halloween costumes. But uh, this Halloween season, I managed to find two bits of Halloween memorabilia that tie into Flash Gordon, the thing I love so much, the movie. Um, right. Right, both right around Halloween time. I mean, it can't be a coincidence that this stuff was posted when it was. But we'll get to it in a minute. But I found another piece that showed up you know, like day after Halloween. That's a Flash Gordon Halloween sort of thing. So that was a fun, uh, momentous Halloween for me. However, this is this was the first Halloween in the place that we live now because last Halloween we were in New York visiting my brother um, and his wife and, and kid. And then, you know, two days after that when we got back is when we got Bowie, uh, our other dog. Oh, our yeah. anniversary with him. But um, so in this new place and there's kids walking around all the time like on like on just on a tuesday there's kids up and down the the street so i must have bought 17 tons of candy yeah thinking we are going to get a great turnout with the kids uh a buddy of mine uh, my buddy micah and his girlfriend who live two minutes away they decided to come by they brought candy we had it all set up in the in the uh, little courtyard that we have. I had the gate open. I had a couple of glow sticks that I picked up, you know, to say, hey, we're here. In total, I think we got about nine kids the entire evening. Oh, come on. Nothing. Come on, kids. I swear to, I'm telling you, Susie, Micah's girlfriend, was walking up. We're about three doors from the corner. She was walking up to the corner flagging people down with the glow sticks like she was at you know on, on the runway at an airport <laughs> saying come over come on don't cross the street that way come this way we got candy trying to flag people over uh, that's not weird no that's what i kind of said Susie, a little bit's okay but after a while it's going to start to look creepy really creepy yeah. um but thank god it was halloween because if it was just you know july <laughs> right. they'd be calling the cops hey kids got candy, got candy in the trunk um, so yeah, so it was slightly disappointing that way, but, um, you know, uh, had some food here, had some candy, obviously, uh, watched a scary movie and made the most of it. How about you? What, mo- what movie did you watch? Though? We watched Drag Me to Hell. Oh, okay. Which is, which is fun because if you've got anybody in the, in the room that's not a real horror fan or that, it, you know, kind of gets spooked at such things, it's got a, it's a fun movie. You know, it's, it's that Sam Raimi silliness. Um, so, uh, it was a good choice. What about you? What did you, how was your Halloween? So ours was uh, a little strange because, uh, we were traveling on Halloween. I flew on an airplane on Halloween, which I've never done before. Okay. 
we were we were going back to Oklahoma for that big family reunion thing that I do every year, uh, and also my grandfather's 90th birthday. Happy, so. happy birthday, grandpappy. Yes. So being in the you know in the airport on Halloween, it's like the TSA people the people are not dressed up, but the other like airline staff. Oh. A lot, of, a lot of them are. Oh, really? I was gonna. I was wondering about that. That's interesting. So you know, we're going up the escalator, and like Papa Smurf is behind <laughs> us. And uh, for the 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 people that needed wheelchair assistance, uh, the mask was helping them to their gate. The mask. Oh, the, ma- the mask. Jim Car- yeah, the old Jim Carrey. Oh, yeah, yeah. That's funny. Like a zoot suit, green face. Uh-huh. Yeah. And then you know, some of the the flight attendants had you know bunny ears and. The one was dressed as a bumblebee. Aw. So that, that was very, very strange. That is a bit odd. Because you don't normally see that at the airport. Now you can say you've experienced it. Yes. It's like yeah. uh, somebody was saying they were going to Vegas, and I said, boy, I've been to Vegas on New Year's Eve and Halloween. And if you think Vegas is weird on a normal, you know, regular day of the week, go on Halloween. It's like yeah. anything's possible. Yeah. Yeah. So, you know, it was interesting. It was fun to be fun to be back. Got to hit a few stores and, you know, saw some some various uh th- you know, like uh, Star Wars Black Stormtroopers just hanging at Walmart. Oh, wow. No kidding. You know, the uh the Marvel Universe Wave 1 Wasp. Yeah, she's at a bunch of stores. Did you find the the Star Wars Wave with Chewbacca and all those guys that you were so uh, bereaved over? Yeah, uh, listeners, help me out. Oh, that. good for you, for you being such a uh, you know a stick in the mud about it. Yeah, no, other people came to mind. I wouldn't have been such a stick in the mud if you had if you were if you were jokey about it. You were you were clearly disturbed by the news that uh, that I may not know where I got these from. And uh, no, I think you knew where you got. Well, them from. I, I knew, but I thought you'd play with me when I said the five and dime. I thought you'd say something like. Did you get some gingham for Emmy Lou? And you know, did you get some hard tack or something? But uh, no, you you got upset. So yeah, you know, so it's all good. We all had a good laugh. But you found yes. those. Okay, that's good. Uh, what else did you find in Oklahoma? Uh, well, I found the the uh, which I have not seen here. Target has an exclusive unmasked Batman pop vinyl. Okay. That it has been out for a couple of weeks, but man, none of the targets in my area have it. Hmm. Uh, so, you know, I was walking around and my mom goes, "Do you want that for Christmas?" I was like, "Sure, that'd be lovely. I'll forget it, forget about it by then, but it'd be a nice little surprise." So, you're you're you went shopping to a Target with your mom, and she picked out a Christmas present for you. Yes. Okay. Yeah. That's uh, that's interesting. Like a, bu- I mean, we weren't there to shop for Christmas. We were doing other right, stuff, but. but hey, when in Rome, that's right. All right, so you that's that's all right. You're all set for for Christmas already. Yes, yeah, so I'm just getting the one thing, and then I'm out. Right. Uh, now let's get to it because we're what, what people don't know yet is that we have to make this a uh, get in and out uh, sort of podcast uh, episode of the podcast. Um, you got stuff going on. I got stuff going on. So we're gonna. Yeah, this is going to be a uh, a uh, a bri- a lightning round. Yeah, a slightly abridged version of what we normally do. So let's get right to it and find out what you're excited about. All right, uh, and this one this was something that was actually announced today, the day we're recording, and I'm 
I I, I want to say I'm excited about it. I know most people aren't, but uh, it was announced today that there will be a Toy Story 4, and it will be directed by John Lasseter. And I know mm-hmm. a lot of people are coming out and saying, you're going back to the well too many times with Toy Story. Really? People are, people are actually... This is why I hate the internet, and I, I, this is when I'm sad to call myself a geek. Because actually, you know what? I'm going to blame the nerds. The nerds are responsible for this. I'm not going to blame the geeks because the geeks that I know that are into things would not get upset about such things. And between that announcement and the title of the new Star Wars film, which we'll get to, uh, once again, I want to distance myself from these people. So, so Toy Story 4 has been announced. It's not coming out until 2017. That's right. And people, there are people out there that are actually irritated that they're doing another Toy Story. Yes, they feel like the trilogy was complete and there's nothing else that needs to be said, but right, you know, right. I, I I worked for I worked for Disney, uh not during the first Toy Story, but uh-huh. during the second one. Uh-huh. The second one was originally going to be straight to video. Right. And they they just kept hammering on the story and it turned out so well they made it a theatrical release. Okay. And I got to see several uh screenings of it mm-hmm. uh you know, sort of along the way and, and work in progress. So I know sort of the love and care that they take in putting these specifically Toy Story, because that, that is their flagship. Well, but, see, so, but I don't think, I mean, that's cool that you got to do this. I think anybody with half a brain can look at this stuff and see the quality, especially the distance between one and two and two and three. And this is this is not a franchise that has, lagged in quality in the least not right you can say which one's your favorite or this one i think is a little bit better than this one or whatever but they did the unthinkable they they made a trilogy where for my money all three are at least on equal footing some bits better than others but that's unheard of that's absolutely unheard of in the history completely agree and even the shorts and i'm sure you've seen the shorts yep the shorts are unbelievable like like they could keep doing those, and I'd be, I'd be happy. And it's like it goes back to the whole thing about the Hobbit that you know people were pissing and moaning, and we complained a little bit ourselves. And then we came back the following week, and I said, "Shame on us," because because even though these aren't quite the Lord of the Rings movies, and even though you can complain about the what the elves are like or you know whatever, it's like it's still the quality and care and love and precision that has gone into these things. We yes. should be so lucky to get to get more of that that kind of movie. So I, I and in the hands of anyone else, it could have been terrible. But they they have created this, you know, it's over a decade long story, right? You know, with, with Lord of the Rings, yeah. but you know, and Toy Story, just the the leaps in technology. Like I, I'm, I can't wait to see those guys again. I love it. I, I'm I in. Truly, truly, do not. Other than just. The internet is the great equalizer, and everybody pisses and moans about everything. I truly do not understand how you could look at, at something as pure and, and lovely as the Toy Story films and say, that's enough. I don't think we need any more. Right. You know, let's, start, let's start saying that if they do three more and you know, episode five and six are kind of starting to feel like Transformers, then maybe you can yeah. go. Let's just you know. Let's stop. But if you've got that kind of quality, I, I I truly don't understand where these people's brains are at. And on that note, 
Well, I guess we'll get to Star Wars because I should say what I'm excited about uh, first. Uh, I'm excited because this was announced, I think, about a year ago. There is a new Queen album on its way out. There's two versions. There's uh, a regular and then uh, a a double uh, disc. Now, to be fair, most of this stuff, you know, 80% of it are remastered versions. There may be a few tweaks here and there to established songs, but there are uh, a few bits and pieces that Brian May had teased a while ago that were still in the vaults. Um, you know, Freddie, Mo- Freddie Moco, Freddie Mercury Freddie vocal performances that had never seen the, the light of day. Uh, one of which was um, a recording he did with Michael Jackson called There Must Be More to Life Than This. Um, yeah. There's a <laughs> legend, legendary stories about him finally getting together with Michael Jackson to do some recording. There was one track that they did that I don't think is on here, surprisingly, but you can find it on YouTube. It's called State of Shock, which was a a duet, which uh, eventually Michael Jackson released as a duet with uh, Mick Jagger. So that did get released. I don't know why he didn't do the Freddie Mercury one. But there's another one that they did, um, which is called There Must Be More to Life Than This, which is going to be on this, this disc. Another Queen track called Let Me In Your Heart Again, um, from I think Sessions a, a good 30 years ago. Um, and then another version of a solo Mercury tune. Um, and then a lot of the stuff I think is, is, is remastered editions of songs. And like I say, some little bits and pieces of tweaks here and there. But anything that's getting released that's fresh Freddie Mercury stuff, I am there for because... Uh, single greatest vocalist in the history of rock music, as far as I'm concerned. And um, any any little tidbits we can get of him all this time later after his death, uh, I'm there for. I'm first in line. So, and is that is that out already? It comes out coming? next uh, Tuesday. Okay. So it's called Queen Forever. Nice. Uh, very excited about that. Just to get that stuff, and just that people are talking about Queen again uh, is always is always wonderful. So now we wouldn't be uh, the geeks inheriting the earth that we are known as if we didn't get to this right away. Big announcement today. They announced the title of the new Star Wars film, Star Wars Episode 7. Daniel, what's it called? It is called The Force Awakens. The Force Awakens. Yes. How do we feel about this? I'm fine with it. I'm fine with it. You know, A New Hope isn't... A great title. Return of the Jedi ain't all that. Because yeah, you got you got what you, you get what you pay for. That. Here's the, you know he wasn't Return of the Jedi. He wasn't a Jedi when we left him before right. this film. And uh, if you want to say Return of the Jedi as a race or creed of people, they didn't come back. So you know what's that title all about? That's pretty hinky. Um, I, I do think it's a bit of a, a tongue twister, a bit of a mouthful, and of the eight dozen titles that people were speculating on. I mean, there's a, a, a dozen more, you know, we could probably come up with that I would like more than this. I, I wanted something a little more ominous and kind of weighty. The Force, force is it The Force Awakens? Yes. The Force Awakens. Um, but, you know, if, whatever. I mean, like, Which is kind of like saying Return of Return of the Jedi. Yes, it is coming. Because the Force kind of awakened. Now. Or did it really sleep, though? I mean, in theory, the Sith were still 
operating and they're using the force, right. just they're channeling it right. a different way. So who's awakening it and doing, doing what they're doing? Which is, this is great that we're talking about this because I want to talk about Star Wars Rebels for about two and a half minutes and the merchandise uh, because I'm, I'm really getting into this show and I'm, I'm really surprising myself that I'm saying this and I'm enjoying it as much as I am considering how little I enjoyed um, the Clone Wars. But uh, I have to say... And I, I, I hate to be this guy, but I did make an absolute promise that I would not repeat the things that I heard. Um, a, a dear friend of mine went to a Disney event this past week, yes. and they showed about three, three and a half minutes of, of footage from Episode 7. Oh, no kidding. Now, now when I say footage, what I mean is it, 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 it seemed like it was mostly B, you know, B-roll type stuff. Not, you know, hugely finished, but, you know, I can tell you one thing, for example, that everybody sort of knows, you know, the, the Millennium Falcon, um, and the, the camera sort of takes you from, you know, the cockpit, you know, past the, the chess table, you know, over to this section and up to the, the, the turret, you know, and all that. Some on-camera stuff of some of the actors, you know, uh, you know out of character. No one, actually, the... The younger cast are in costume. The established cast are not when they're on okay. camera talking about stuff. One of the things that they reiterated um, several times, several different people did apparently in this footage, is how practical everything is going to be. Of course, there's going to be digital stuff and CG stuff, but the majority of you know, creatures that you see and, and sets, and everything, it's, it's practical. It's all practical stuff which is great to hear. Um, but he told me a couple of things that just gave me goose pimples. Um, okay. Because uh, you, you, you've expressed before you've been a little worried about the direction. I was, well, well... And what you had heard, does this change some of well, that? I should, I should say, there's nothing in what he told... Believe me, none of what was divulged is, is earth-shattering. None of it. Okay. It's, it's merely, you know, cosmetic stuff or little little you know, Easter eggs here and there, but nothing is like, oh my God. But it, it just, the fact that it's making it that much more real, that this is freaking, you know, happening. Um, so there's nothing, nothing plot wise. Uh, you know, I'm still concerned that it's going to be some of what I've read online uh, because it just seems like kind of a bummer, you know, and, you know, if you can get all these people back together, I want to see them together and, and, and doing stuff. Um, so if some of that stuff is true, I'm, I'm, you know, I'd rather it, 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 it wasn't. But, you know, it's going to be, I mean, hands down, I mean, one of the things I said to him was, you know, lucky you getting to see all this. I said, you, you know, you, you are sitting in on what is the most anticipated film in the history of motion pictures. Yeah. And he said, oh, really? He goes, I, I would have thought episode one had that honor. And I said, it did. It definitely did. But this does now, because I truly believe that if you put a gun to any Star Wars fan's head back in 1998 and said, oh, shit, 97, 90s, whatever it was when they finally announced this is happening, would you rather have three more films going backwards, uh, essentially filling in the blanks of a story that you already know the, the end game of? You, you already know. You, there's... There, was, there were no revelations in those three films. There was nothing that no. we didn't already know or understand. Um, you know, and, of course, we didn't know how bad they were going to be. But if, you know, if I told you that and said they're going to be awesome, 
on the same level? Or would you rather have three more films that continue the story that's already been established with those characters that you know and love and take us places we, we, we were not aware of? I think 99% of those people would have said the latter. I'll take three, three new ones. Yeah. So I feel like these are the films we've all been, been truly waiting for. You know, the story of Darth Vader was just like, it's, you know, we know how that goes. And that's one of the reasons that I think the animated series never connected with me, besides not liking the writing or the characters, that little Jedi girl that hung out with him. The fact that, you know, the big hero of the show is, is Anakin. And it's like, well, we know how this goes. <laughs> right. Yeah. It's kind of hard to, to root for these guys. And at some point, all these people have to be murdered. Right. Right. <laughs> you know? <laughs> And I think that's one of the all, all our friends and Zenobi One and Yoda go into hiding, but everyone else dead. Right, exactly. Um, Rebels is really connecting with me, I think, because it's. I think I said this before. It's probably as close as we're going to get to uh, the animated series we all sort of were hoping for. However, I can. I guess I can divulge this little little tidbit, and this may be more common knowledge than than I'm aware of because I don't scour the internet uh, necessarily. There's another animated series that's going to be happening after uh, Rebels. So between this animated series, which makes me think the next, like this, I think Rebels is going to take us right up to the front door, December of 2015. Whatever that storyline is going to be, we're going to, I know it's, you know, decades apart, but I think it's going to take us right up there. And then, of course, we're going to get another film every year. So it's not just every couple of years or three years. We're going to get these spin-offs. And I right. think at the same time, we're going to have another animated series that probably maybe fills in some of the blanks between Jedi and the Force Beckons or whatever. Awakens? Awakens. Um, or maybe it's, I don't know, in between or, you know, I don't know. Maybe we'll finally get that... Star Wars animated series we wanted, which would have been like the adventures of, you know, Han and Chewie, uh, you know, in between Jedi and this one. There's plenty of adventures that could have taken place. So there's going to be another animated series, uh, all those those uh, films in between. Um, and I'm, I'm really digging the aesthetic uh, of the, the toys. Um, right. I found, you know, all the action figures. The Stormtrooper I love, the 3PO. So you found both the single card and the, the two-pack? Yes. In, and you found them in stores? Yes, I did. Oh, and just okay. b- before you, know, you put out a fatwa on my head, I found them at Target. Okay. Um, guess, yeah, I've got a couple of other buddies. They that probably are, won't that be there seen. when you go to look for them, you know, but they're open until midnight if you want to. You know. they, they were delayed for about a month. You know, you, everyone thought they would be in stores by the time. Mm you know, the, the animated series hit, but Hasbro kind of came and said, well, run a little late. Well, so there was, there was that Toys R Us three pack. Right. There's that. And the hidden figure. And now the other ones are finally. So and there's all those little, you know, the army sets, all the little army guys and stuff. Right. There's, yeah. a, there's a new set that's hit Toys R Us, which is just all army guys. Um, then there's the two packs of singles. So I got the droids. I got the Wookiee dude, the Stormtrooper, uh the three pack I already had. Um, then I got Chopper. I think the only one I'm missing is the General dude. But then I also found the 12-inch ones. I'm I'm hooked on those. I don't know why. Oh yeah. I love these so much. Um, but little little bit of oh, I'm gonna get this wrong now because I don't remember the name of the character. But just a, uh, 
little, uh, little, little, little geek advice for you. The Ezra, no, I'm sorry, Kanan, the dude with the goatee, the yep. Han Solo type Jedi dude. Um, oh, and by the way, the other thing is a quick uh, digression. That's one of the things I'm loving too. So much of these designs seem to be coming from Macquarie's original designs. Like if you look at the deluxe. 12-inch figure of Kanan that comes with the, the, the you know, the gas mask type thing with the right. tubes. The deluxe 12-inch. And, yeah. and the rocket pack. It's kind of similar to the designs that um, McQuarrie Of did. like the Star Killer. Right. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah. 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 yeah, totally. And then the vehicles, well, first of all, the Wookiee dude looks like early designs of Chewie. And then the That's vehicles right. are very early McQuarrie. And even reminding me some of uh, somewhat of the... Um, Expanded universe Kenner stuff from way back that they a yes, lot of the mini rigs the mini rigs and different things that sort of got canceled they reminded me a bit of that but anyway um, in the show uh, Kanan his pistol is the same one that came with the Luke Jedi figure way back in '83 uh-huh. it looks kind of like a like a Luger almost like one of those long barreled uh, James Bond, you know, Walters, but it's, it looks like a, you know, it's a, a long barrel Luger type thing. Um, but the figure itself does not come with the pistol. It comes with the lightsaber. Right. Uh, but there's a new action figure out from just the regular expanded universe, or not expanded universe, the regular saga series that is a skiff guard, I think. He's the dude that's like, I'd never seen him in, a, in the movie. But he's wearing like a white spacesuit, and he's got like a black, yeah, the black helmet. Yeah, yep. he comes yep. with um, a, a, a skiff spear thing, and yep. he comes with that pistol. Mm-hmm. So, just saying, you could swipe that pistol from that uh, dude from Jedi, Return of the Jedi, and give it to to Kanan, and it fits in his hand just fine. Nice. So there you go. So Target also has uh, the ship. So. Like the tie yeah. ship. Yes, yeah. I and, got them. I got the tie with the Inquisitor. Gets yeah. So the target has them with figures, and and the other hero ship has Kanan with it. Yes, I already had the hero ship. I love that ship. I I not only love that design. I love the functionality. Have you seen it like out of the package? No. Well, I mean, I I haven't got to mess with it. I saw it at Toy Fair. It's but. really fun. the The cockpit opens up. Or not Toy Fair. Uh, uh, Comic Con. Yeah. The the cockpit opens up frontwards. The back section opens up the opposite way, so you you can fit like two figures inside there. It's got a, a turret on the top that shoots a missile out of it, and then it's got um, two missiles. I'm sorry, two laser guns that you can pull out underneath the cockpit. They 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 don't they're not removable, but they they slide in and out. And then you can open the back section, folds out. These two sort of wing-type sections fold out. They've got hinges. And then little laser rifles come out from there. It's just a really oh. fun – I'm just saying, for a $20 you – know, I'm not a vehicle guy. I don't, I don't get the Star Wars vehicles and stuff. But I really like this design. And it reminds me a little bit, again, of the old Kenner stuff, but just a tiny bit of Star Tours for some reason. Okay. It reminds me of that thing from Star Tours. So I'm just kind of basking in this, the Star Wars Rebel stuff. I just, 
I'm. Did you get the the chicken walker too? I did not get the chicken walker. Okay. I got the Tie Fighter because I think it's a unique design, and I got the ship for the same reason. The chicken walker, I thought maybe the next one that they put out, but the Tie Fighter is really cool too because I can't put my finger on it. But, but it's also it's not just that it's a slightly different looking Tie Fighter. It kind of remind like if you look at the 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 stormtrooper, the rebels stormtrooper. It looks just like a stormtrooper, but it looks like yep. an animated version of a stormtrooper. Like the three PO looks like uh, a, you know a cartoon version of three PO. It's yeah. just it's just subtle in certain ways. And for me, the Tie Fighter looks like a, a cartoon version of a Tie Fighter. If that makes sense. Yeah, yeah. I don't know why. It's nothing big and obvious, but um, something about it that um, that I like. You know, don't know much about art, but I know what I like. So, um, all right, so there's that. Um, uh, we're already, believe it or not, at the halfway mark. <laughs> so uh, we've got more stuff to talk about. So why don't you, you go take it to the next... Um... Oh, can I just say... Nope. Well, the Halloween right. thing, I, got, I tracked down that Hawkman Halloween costume, which Brian Heiler turned me on to. He found it, and I was like, oh, my God. And it's, it's pristine. It's so... The Flash Gordon Hawkman. What did I say? You said Hawkman, but I just want to... Oh, sorry. Yeah, just, say, just in case people think it's like the DC. Yes, you're right. Hawkman. Flash Gordon, the movie. This yes. is a Hawkman. So far as I can find on the internet, I've only seen photographic proof of two Halloween costumes for Flash Gordon, the movie. One is Flash Gordon himself, which I have the mask of, but not the costume. The other is a uh, Hawkman soldier, uh, which I have now in the box costume and mask and it's beautiful it's pristine and i was sort of on that kick and i did a bit of a search and there was this guy uh in belgium that had uh, about 30 listings on ebay of halloween masks um each one let it's if it was a character that you recognized let's say it was he-man it was again He-Man, but kind of a stylized version. Very strange, hard to describe, but just kind of different, kind of um, more cartoonish. I know it's a cartoon, but it was a little more cartoonish than what would be done in the U.S. Let's say. And each one has like a yellow cardboard tag stapled to the to the top edge of the mask, with um, a, a bit where you know the, the each one was not punched, but a hole that would have been punched to just po- you know, st- uh, hang on a rack. Okay. And so another, so, but it was weird stuff. In other words, they had – one of the listings was from Star Trek The Motion Picture. Do you remember the, the Mego figures, the three and three-quarter inch figures for Star Trek The Motion Picture? Sure. Do you remember this, yep. the, like there were eight aliens that were made? Uh-huh. Although, they, as far as anybody can tell, they appeared in a crowd shot – Right. for a second and a half in the movie. Like, one of those faces was one of the Halloween masks that was listed, all by the same company in France or whatever. And he had a Flash Gordon listing. And of all <laughs> faces to create, it's one of the guards. You remember when he, does the, when he plays football in the, in the throne room? Yes. One of the guards that he plays football with, that weird kind of kabuki-looking mask, yeah. it's that. But it's, it's not even the right color. It's like blue and yellow. And the tag, it's attached to it, says Flash Gordon 1980 King Features. It's a licensed 
uh, licensed bit of memorabilia, which leads me to think that if they made this guy, they must have made other characters from this movie uh, in Belgium way back when. Uh, but it's such a bizarre thing. Uh, I, tr- I found it, and um, uh, I was the high bidder and, uh, and got it. So, couple of- How much did you pay for something like that? That one was, I think I was the only bidder. No, there right. was one other bidder, and I think it was like 22 23 bucks. Okay. The costume, surprisingly, I had a, a fight over that. I didn't think anybody cared, but there was a guy, we were going toe-to-toe, and I think that ended up being like 60 bucks, maybe, okay. uh, which, is not, which is not bad. It's just, when, there's only, when you love something this much, and there's a finite amount of stuff, and there's, there's no, no one has cataloged it, you, you don't know what's out there. So when you right. do come across something so strange, you kind of have to get it. You never know when it's going to come back around it, again. That's it. Perfect way to say it. You never know if you're ever going to freaking see this thing again. Um, so, and I was on the fence about the, the Belgian one, because I was like, this is such a weird thing, but... Could you just imagine being some child in Belgium back in the early 80s, watching the film, seeing that scene and go, that guy. Right. That's what I'm... Mom, that's what I'm going for in Halloween. If you look at some of those, I think we talked about this, some of those, uh, (laughs) Ben Cooper and Collegeville catalogs from 79 and 80... They've got they've got stuff like the cast of Welcome Back, Cod, like Gabe Kaplan. They've got the Village People. I just wonder which kid was <laughs> walking down the aisle, you know, in 1980, going, hmm, let's see, uh, it could be uh, Batman, Spider-Man, Batman. Uh, Gabe Kaplan. I'm going with Gabe Kaplan. There it is. Oh, wait. And then I'll see if I can get all my buddies together to be sweet. <laughs> Mom, can I be the biker from uh, the Village People? Would that be okay if I was the biker this year? Uh, Very weird, weird stuff out there for some of these costumes. Although, in 1979, this is a really weird thing. Ben Cooper, their big new additions to the Marvel catalog in 1979 for Halloween costumes were uh, the, the, the Thing and uh, the Red Skull and Doctor Strange. No, it was yeah. The Thing, Captain America... The Red Skull and Doctor Strange. Now, the Thing had his own cartoon, that shitty cartoon where Thing Ring, do your thing, and he, you know, made himself into the Thing. Um, Captain America had a couple of TV movies, so maybe they're thinking, you know, that's kind of on the kids' radar. But Red Skull was nowhere to be seen. That was a weird thing. Yeah. But Doctor Strange, most of all, was the, was the weirdest, um, probably because they did that TV movie in 1979, and they also made rubber. Figures. They were called Jigglers. They also made Jigglers of the Red Skull and Doctor Strange. I'd kill to find those things because they're so little merchandise. And while we're on the subject... That well, just go to, go to the internet, go, pull up Google, yes. and type in Jigglers. See what happens. You should find all sorts of see things. What, see what comes up. Yeah. Halloween Jigglers. Um, no, just Jigglers. Uh, speaking of Doctor Strange... Um, we got to talk about this because so many names have been bandied around to play Dr. Stephen Strange. But, and then this one was announced, but it's, I don't think it's official. Benedict Cumberbatch, well, is that official? Dr. Dr. Strange is just the tip of the iceberg of that whole madness that was the, the Phase 3 announcement. 
Yes, you're right. There's a huge, huge, a huge uh, load of information and announcement. But has that been made official that Benedict Cumberbatch has not been made? Has not been made. What is official is that he's engaged now. He's engaged. Yeah. Who's he engaged to? His fiance. No, Uh, that's weird. He did an old school this week by putting an ad in the paper. What? Announcing his engagement. No. Yeah. I'm being serious. He he put an ad in the paper to announce. It, yeah, yes. No kidding. Yeah. That's kind of weird. Well, who did you get? In? Did someone that we know? Uh, I don't. I don't. It's the woman he's been dating. Oh, okay, good for her. Um, yeah. Broke a lot of hearts this week. Yeah. Uh, you know his his mom was a regular on uh, UFO, the Jerry Anderson live action series. Oh, no kidding, yeah. really? Um, so it's not official, but I, he's got my vote. I think he would be great. You know who else I think would be great is Matthew Good, who played Osmandius oh, and yep. Watchmen. Yep. I think he'd be dynamite. He was kicked around for it, as I recall. Well, I he, heard his name mentioned. Yeah. Those are the ones that kind of, uh, I think, physically, because I've heard Jared Leto. I've heard uh, uh, Joaquin, Joaquin Phoenix. Yeah. Those yeah. are the guys that uh, I think would be the, the best. But I don't know if we can even get to this whole Marvel thing. Oh, I know something else about that, too. I probably can't say. <laughs> but, I mean, we have to mention it, at least. I mean, they, they say, announced ten films. Let's just say, this, this much I think I can say. The okay. rumors that you've been hearing recently about possible... About Spider-Man? Yes. Yep. I believe those are more than just rumors now. Well, that, that needs to happen, especially if they are looking at Civil War. Right. Which is Captain America 3. But see, I don't even know if that means that um, What's-His-Ass is still going to be Spider-Man. That, that, may, that is correct. He may not be. You know, because let's be honest, he was, he was hired for, you know, being Peter Parker. Yeah, just about anybody can get you know that's uh, you know in decent shape and getting that that costume. Um, but uh, anyway, yeah, phase three they announced you know yeah. Infinity War parts one and two for the Avengers. Right. Uh, in humans, uh, Captain Marvel. I mean, just crazy. Yeah, female Captain Marvel. Who would have thought Captain Marvel, Marvel would be the first female? Yeah. Marvel character, you know, to, to lead a movie. Yeah, no kidding. Um, wait, you said in, in, in humans, uh, in, uh, you said something and made me think of something, and now I forgot what that... Civil War? Was Civil it Civil War? Civil War, uh, we talked about... Man, oh, you know what I've been sort of catching up with is Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. Okay. There's still two episodes out but I've been doing the you know on demand uh, stuff. How do you are you following that? Do you are you digging that show? I forget. Uh, what yeah. Once it tied into you know I, I like the one where it tied into Thor too. But once it oh hit, yes, uh, Winter Soldier. Yes. Then it was like okay, this is what I've been waiting for. But I still think one of the and I'm in, I'm I'm warming up to the cast, which I, I wasn't at first, but they're I'm warming up to them, but. I still think one of the fatal flaws, much as I love him, is Agent Coulson. He just oh, no he just is not enough to carry um, a show. I know he's not carrying it, but he just that whole you know one note performance. It worked better, I think, when he was you know he'd pop in and out of scenes. 
Right. It's just not as compelling uh, viewing for me, I don't think, on its, on its own. But, um, but yeah, like, you know, the first, I think it was a two-parter at the beginning of the season that you know, we finally got to see a great version of the Absorbing Man. Yeah, that was... Instead of, like, a weirdo Nick Nolte, Hulk's dad version. Right, you know? I forgot about it. So, you know, just the honest, you know, the guy turns metal and concrete, and he pulls that ball and chain off the that was stanchion. Cool. It was like, okay, here we go. That was cool. That was like, yeah. okay, geeks, this is for you. We got Mockingbird in there now, you know, so it's like, okay, now we're now we're starting to hit our stride. I think I'm two episodes behind as well now. And I, I've seen two episodes of Gotham, and I think I have two piled up. Flash, I think I have three piled up. I got a question for you, because it's Later. the first person I thought of, and, and I'm, this is a legitimate... Honest question. You know how liberal I am. I am the, the, you know, believe me, this has nothing to do with anything other than curiosity on my part. You know the announcement. First of all, I think it's such a weird thing to announce a Flash film just as you're launching your Flash TV series. They announced it the day the second episode aired. (laughs) And Flash is one of the most successful new fall TV program. Now, I've, I've got three piled up. I am not very keen on it, but I will give it, I will keep giving it a, a, a shot. So they announced this thing. They're trying, you're trying to build an audience and kick this brand new Flash TV series off. It's not just that you announce a feature. You announce a feature with someone else entirely, entirely different playing the, the character. Right. Here's the thing. He's openly gay, this, this, uh, this actor, Ezra... Ezra, Ezra Miller, is that it? Okay, yeah. Do you think that will have any any effect whatsoever on? Because I've made this argument for years that I don't think it's going to matter. Do you think that uh, that is going to have any effect whatsoever on the fanboys or the? Because I think that 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 the world of comics, which, which a lot of mainstream people probably don't know, has embraced uh, the the gay world. You know, for a long time, um, you know, long further back than television stuff. Um, yeah. But what do you think? What do you think the, the the audience is going to be for for that character because of that? Do you think it's going to make any difference whatsoever? No, I think it'll be. I think they'll be fine. I think so too. People are kind of yeah. kind of talking about it. Um, that's the first I've heard of it. Well, that's the first. I didn't even know that. Yeah. Well, it's it's interesting because he doesn't identify himself, and this is this is a you know, real term, not trying to shock anybody out there. Um, he doesn't identify himself as homosexual. He identifies himself as queer. And the, the parameters of that mean that he is, in his words, you know, pretty much open to falling in love with whoever happens to be around that he sort of, you know, falls in love with. He doesn't categorize himself as bisexual either. Um, but it's interesting. Just, just any port in the store. Yeah, he's like Captain Jack. He's basically like <laughs> right. Captain right. Jack Harkness. Now, I know he's not supposed to be, you know, Romeo in this thing. Um, right. I don't think it's going to make a bit of difference, but a couple of articles that I've read were like, ooh, DC really shot themselves in the foot. I think it's bold as shit. Uh, it, to me, it's the boldest thing, the boldest decision that Warner Brothers slash DC has made in anything they've done in that DC universe, trying to make movies. I think it's a very, very bold... Because he's not a household name either. This no. Um, and uh, one of the movies that I, that I saw him in, he's downright creepy. 
I think it's called We Need to Talk About Daniel or whatever. It's called something like that. Like we need to talk. This kid, yeah. he, he basically shoots up a school uh, with a bow and arrow and kills loads of people. But you see the pattern that starts to emerge. Uh, Tilda Swinton and um, John C. Riley are the parents. They're great. And it's, it's a disturbing movie. And he's great in it, this guy. Um, I mean, do you think it's an odd choice? Forget all that. Do you think physically he's kind of an odd choice to play a heroic character like the the Flash, or does it make more sense knowing the character the way you do? I I have not seen the kid in anything, so I don't know anything about his physicality. I've only seen, you know, kind of a headshot of him when the announcement came out. um, He's slight. He's kind of slight in the way that Andrew Garfield is, kind of. Okay. Well, I mean, Flash has always been... You know, he's he's got more of a runner's body, right. so he's not like a big bulky right. Batman. He's always real trim. Right. So yeah, that's yeah, that makes sense. Yeah, no, I'm I'm actually it actually had me got me more intrigued than anything that I had I had read about any of this stuff. Um, all right, we're at nine forty seven. That's the time. <laughs> so we've we've got seventy eight more topics to get through. Oh, can we talk about Doctor Who at all? We just did. We didn't. Doctor Who. Well, not, not this episode. No, I gotta say, loving Peter Capaldi, as I said earlier, a uh, few episodes ago, nothing has been knocking me out, unfortunately. Right. I've, there have been bits and pieces here and there. The last episode, which for those of you listening late, is part one of the season ender. There's one episode left. Ugh. It's not the, the mid-season. Is it, the, is it mid-season? Yes. Wait, so when does it come back? Uh, it'll probably come back February for sweet. Oh, okay. I loved... Well, no, there'll be a Christmas episode, right? They'll have to I think be a so. Christmas. Yeah. yeah. Or maybe not. Maybe they announced this is the first Christmas without one. No, there is... There's... I heard there was a Christmas. Uh, I freaking adored this episode. I watched it twice immediately. Uh, did you see it? Yeah. And you didn't... You're like, eh? Uh, yeah, it's fine. Oh, it's good. Okay. Wow. I thought you would enjoy it more than, than I did. You know, it's, uh, uh, the, the twist you kind of saw coming before the twist. Which twist? I felt like. Uh, Missy. You saw it without giving, you saw it coming how? You knew who that character was going to be? Uh, yeah, I sort of sussed it out. Yeah. No way. Abby and I both did. No way. Yes. What on earth made you draw that conclusion? Uh, or can you not say because it'll give it away? No, I mean you know if the Cybermen uh, was sort of part of it when they appeared, uh-huh. and uh, I don't know, just kind of putting those pieces together. I mean, I think it's an interesting choice. I, you know, it, it's. Uh, Boy, it's hard to talk about. Yes, well, let me just think this. I think it's going to be, and I think I can dance around this without giving everything away. Um, it's an interesting choice, but on the subject of such things, and I think you know what I'm talking about, such, such radical notions in casting, shall we say? Mm-hmm. Stephen Moffat has been very adamant about why that would not happen to the doctor and why it shouldn't and why it's silly and let's stop talking about it. Right. To be that 
stubborn about such a thing and then to do something that's pretty damn similar, uh, I feel like this is a red herring maybe and we're going to get something else. That's, okay. that's just my theory. And we'll, we'll know in a couple of days. Right. So, yeah. So, there you go. Did you see the cover of Entertainment Weekly? Uh, with the Terminator stuff? No. It's the reunion issue. The cover is oh, the, Ernie Hudson, yes. Bill Murray, Aykroyd, and Signory. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, very cool cover. Just makes you miss Harold Ramis all the more. Yeah. So sad. Like, you couldn't have done this a couple of months ago? <laughs> yeah. Killed yet? Or or how about a movie? Like maybe fifteen years ago? Yeah. Wouldn't have been a bad idea. Uh all right, so there's my thoughts on that. Um what else we got? Well I think you know, there's a lot of stuff that's happened in the toy world there? that we haven't been able to talk about. Okay. I, I think a big one is Scott Knightlick uh is no longer at Mattel. Can I say but see I don't want to give any spoilers away, but I he he and I I talked about this with him a long time ago. Yeah, many, many. He, has, he has not announced where he has gone to yet, but he has started that job already. Oh, good for him. Yeah, uh, and I think there's going to be kind of cool, interesting stuff ahead. All right. Very much so. All right. But I know it was a shock to a lot of people. Um, but, yeah, you know, it's it's all for the best, and it was his choice, and he went out on his terms, and, you know... We'll we'll see how how the rest of it goes. Who who sort of picks up the uh, the mantle at Mattel and and runs with the rest of all that sort of Maddie Collector stuff. All right, that that should be interesting. Uh, so yeah, and then you know something that's been occupying a lot of my time for the past two weeks is the whole Toys R Us Breaking Bad brouhaha, which uh, you have a little bit of personal experience and part of why. I got so uh, incensed about this whole thing is because of what happened with Biff Bang Pow and the the Dexter figures from Toys R Us. Yes, I know, but I and I'm not saying this about you. This is I am. I promise you, I am not. This has nothing to do with you, and I don't. I, it wouldn't have made a difference. But I wish that people would have got behind that and made a stink. About that, because it took a lot for us to get into Toys R Us. It takes a long, long, long time to get in there. And we were the new kids on the block. It was only our third license, no, third or fourth license of all time. And the stuff was selling like hotcakes. And one guy, one uh, single childless man got on the news. Uh, they, they, They weren't even... They didn't even wait to. They tried reaching me, but they got the 800 number, so I didn't get the message for a couple of uh, days. Didn't even yep. get to have a counterpoint on it, and you know, Toys R Us got spooked and pulled our stuff and never ordered it again. And it was heartbreaking because that meant a lot to us. And uh, yeah. I, I wish that we had had a. I'm not saying it you. I'm not saying it's your fault or you should have or anything like that. Right. Trust me. And like I say, no. But I mean, when it, when it happened, I I did write uh, a letter to Toys R Us about that. Well, I appreciate that. And the and I put uh, some stuff up on on AFI. I don't think Change.org existed back then. But see, you also had to, the thing that was hinky about that too was uh, two of the messages two irate messages that I got on the 800 number, one of which 
I tried calling uh, back, no luck. The other one, I got a hold of the woman. I won't even tell you the conversation, but she I was... I think we've actually had that. Yeah, she was disgusted because she thought this was some company making an action figure of a real serial killer. Right. And when I reached the point in the conversation that I felt something was wrong, and I said, ma'am, have you seen the show? And she said, what show? What are you talking about? I said, the TV series, Dexter, the Showtimes. What do you mean? And I explained to her, oh, oh, I see. So it's not, so it's a TV show. So there might have been a handful of people, or I don't know, that thought that, but they didn't make a stink. One guy made a stink, and that was enough for them to get cold feet. And while I appreciate the effort and, uh, you know, people getting behind something, I mean, you know, a company like Toys R Us, when it's between, you know, selling Barbies and, and 10 speeds and, you know, whatever else versus this little chunk of the collector aisle, they're going to go with the, the big money, where the big money is. And they're going to, this won't be the, the last time this, this happens if enough people, you know, get upset about it. I agree with yeah. all of it that people should, this is, this is exactly what's gone wrong with, with everything. It's like, do your job, you know, do what you're supposed to do and, I know it's much more difficult these days uh, because of the internet and things that are probably much more difficult for parents to police. Um, but, you know, I don't think – see, it's different now, too. You posted something else recently about the, the woman that's making a stink about Target and Walmart putting uh, Call of Duty toys. Yeah, the <laughs> Mega Blocks. Yeah. Not D-O-O-T-I-E, but D-U-T-Y. Call of Duty near the, the other – uh, kitty stuff. Now, yeah. I personally don't know how a kid could look at that packaging and get ideas or get freaked out just from the packaging or whatever. I don't, I don't know just how graphic such things are. But what she's asking for is to move it somewhere else. Right. Uh, she she amended hers. When at first she was saying remove it. Yeah. So she and then she kind of came back and said, you know what? If we can just put it somewhere else. And I go, okay, well, good. So, but with the the Breaking Bad stuff, uh, you know, again, I think it should be there. I, you know, I I don't think it should get removed. Especially, see, what's more alarming to me is not that there is this suggestive. Uh, you know, bit of merchandise that's out there that kids can see pretty easily. It's more that, you know, one person or a couple of voices can make something like this happen. That's, that's worse to me. That's, that's, that's yeah, because her petition, she's closed her petition at not even 9,300 signatures. Mm -hmm. Mine is at 63,000 now. Yeah, which is, which is great, but I don't think, no, I'm not saying to ever stop doing what you're doing. I don't think it's going to make a difference to 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 that big big uh, company when it with, with what it's going to with what it's going to stock. Um, you know, I'd say I'm more alarmed. This is you know, this is where it gets when I, I turn slightly conservative. I get more alarmed at Comic Con. I get more alarmed that little kids are walking around San Diego Comic Con, and there is so much adult stuff. Not just violence, but like people with their tits hanging out. I mean, not only that, but some of the some of the the the, the half naked women that are at the the booths, you know, handing out pamphlets or whatever. But then there's the, the cosplayers. There's a lot of cosplayers that are. There was a woman. Remember that woman a couple of years ago that was dressed like 
I forget her name, but the blonde woman from Game of Thrones. Yeah. She was dressed like she was when she came out of the fire with the dragon on her shoulder. Right, yeah. She had a thong on, a G-string, and I think pasties. And that was it. That's how she was walking around Comic-Con. See, I don't, I, that to me should, there should, you should police that. There should be some way for there to be some kind of parameters to go, that's too much, or that's kind of offensive, or there's little kids walking around this place, you know? Jason, are you ashamed of your body? Well, that's why I, I bring it up because I got in such trouble. No. Um, I don't know. I just, I just feel like there's, there's got to be a way. There's, there's more harmful stuff out there that in the geek world that something should, should be, be done about. But I, I, I tr- Well, I know this, this past year, Phoenix Comic Con put out some pretty specific rules for cosplayers about percentage of coverage of areas oh, and, and things like okay. that, trying to... You know, because they want to promote it to be a very family-friendly show. See, I think you can do that. And that's not being conservative. It's just like, damn, there's little kids walking around here. You know, like, this is a lot, this is a lot to, be, to be showing. Um, but, uh, you know, I think, I think, I hope that when things like this happen, that, that there is a distinction, because I think the distinction needs to be made that there are collectors, and you can say that you play with these toys if you want, or use it as a euphemism or whatever, that's, that's fine. But I think more of the, you know, quote, straight world needs to understand that there's people that collect this stuff like they would collect, you know, Pez dispensers or, you know, whatever else that's more mainstream that people go, oh, that guy collects Pez dispensers, and people have been doing that for, you know, 60 years. Um, and there's a there's an there is a section of the store catering to such people for that very reason because you know Toys R Us wants to attract that. Um, listen, in the big scheme of things, the amount of of um, offensive stuff that is on the shelves at Toys R Us, yeah. it's pretty remarkable that things like this don't happen more often. I mean, they could get uptight about Sons of Anarchy, a show that I've only seen a couple of times, but I know it's it's violence. I know it's got, you know, plenty of violence in it. Well, I was I was in the you know, the girls aisle cuz I, I kind of uh, ran through and took pictures of things that I thought, well, this is questionable. And in the Moxie Girls, which are kind of, you know, Barbie-esque, Bratz-esque, uh-huh. There's a line uh, called Poopy Pets, oh. and it's dolls that come with pets that poop jewels. What? You, just, you load them up. What? They, they either poop glitter or they poop jewels. Wait, poop glitter? That's what it says. It, it says right on the package, I poop glitter. You just described a lot of gay men's weekends in uh, uh, Palm Springs. <laughs> When they, there's glitter parties all the time in Palm Springs. And right. I don't say that from experience. I just heard some things. Wow, Poopy Pets. So, I love that. That's poopy a great, Pets, yeah. A great name for yeah. A band. The Moxie Girl Poopy Pets. I think that should be a, a name for our band, Poopy Pets. You know, like uh, Toys R Us carries Ouija boards. Do they? Yeah. Yes, they do. Isn't that funny that, that somebody, like Parker Brothers, managed to take something that... People could literally just draw on cardboard with a with a you know a cocktail glass or what or lowball glass, and they managed to make it into a you know licensed toy. Yeah, 
you know, it's a... That's like the people that play Battleship on graph paper, you know? Right, exactly. Or like, uh, was there ever a Hangman? There was a Hangman game. Oh, yeah, sure. Was that the one that Vincent Price used to do the commercials for? Maybe. Or was he on the packaging, the box art? Could be. Do you remember Vincent Price? Hello, I'm Vincent Price. Hello, Vincent Price. Do you remember his... The abominable Dr. Five. No, 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 but do you remember his... His uh, shrunken heads? Oh, yeah. Remember that? <laughs> yeah, yeah. I almost bought that at a toy show once uh, a few years back. It was nearly complete. Uh, you couldn't, you know, make, do it, I don't think, or make it because it was, you know, so old. But he's on the packaging holding these little shrunken heads. <laughs> yeah. Wasn't I, was, I always remember <laughs> wanting that. My mom going, yeah, you know what, let's find something else. Right. right. Well, she probably was worried going, what's Daniel going to do when he grows up? What, is he going to start murdering people? Shrink some heads. Uh, all right. I think that may be it for us because, you know, we had to make this a, a, a quicken. It's true. As they say. Um, but if we could leave you with anything, it would be Avengers 2, Marvel, uh, so designer, designer con is this weekend in Pasadena, right. and I will be there. Right, there's that. Looking forward to seeing. Uh, I'm going to pick up my... Uh, blue Snagglepuss figure. I beg your pardon. By by Junkfed. Beg your pardon. You heard me. Um, any Monty Python fans out there? Um, next week sees the release of Monty Python Live DVD Blu-ray set, which is uh, a DVD of the final performance of the ten performances at the O2. This is the final performance. I got the deluxe two DVD two CD set uh, from the UK, because it's got loads of extras, um, uh, and I got it early. But it's a fun thing uh, if you're a Python fan only, because, you know, it is a little sad. They're, they're older now, and some of this stuff doesn't quite play like it used to, but nice little cameos from Eddie Izzard and uh, Mike Myers. So that's something. Is there something that John Cleese and, and uh, mm-hmm. Eric Idle are doing in Glendale? I don't know. I hadn't heard that. I'll look it up when we get off the... Uh, I, think, I think they're at the, the at the Alex Theater coming up. Oh, no. That's funny yeah. because of the two, they get along the least. Cleese and Terry Jones and Cleese and Eric Idle don't get along great. Some images finally got released of the Terry Jones film called uh, Absolutely Anything, which is Simon Pegg and Kate Beckinsale, written by Ter- I think co-written by Terry Jones. Um, a guy gets powers. Uh, Simon Pegg is a school teacher. He gets powers from these aliens, and he can do absolutely anything, including making his dog talk. The dog, the voice, was done by Robin Williams, one of the last things Robin Williams did. And the aliens are all CG and all uh, are all voiced by all the Pythons except uh, for Eric Idle. So that's going to be coming out, I think, next summer. Just real quick uh, to tell people, because we watch stuff, we haven't talked about this. There's a series that I got turned on to because my wife, uh, there, there's, a, there's an American version being done um, uh, called The Slap, and it's uh, it's going to air on NBC, and uh, my old pal Brian Cox is going to be one of the characters in it. But it uh, it's an Australian series. Melissa George is one of the leads. Uh, she's actually in the U.S. version, too. It's such a great show. It's eight episodes, and the gist of it is, uh, you know, a family gathering, some extended family, friends, whatever, and this one kid is this little brat kind of out of control, and someone, uh, this man who is not one of his parents, slaps the kid. 
And the whole eight episodes escalate from, from there. And it's just great. It's, it's really, really well-written television and really interesting. Uh, it's on Netflix Instant, if anybody's uh, curious oh. to, to check that out. Okay. Uh, and um, I believe that's just about it. And the next week for me is Lego Batman 3. Lego Which Batman. looks amazing. We talk, will we talk, will we be able to talk about it? Before? Oh, it comes out next. It comes out Tuesday. Oh, I, Tuesday. Okay. It drops on Tuesday, as the kids like drops to say. Drops on Tuesday. All right. Well, that should tell you quite a bit about the two of us co-hosting this show. He's going to run out Tuesday to get Lego Batman 3. I'm going to run out and get the new Queen record. Now, that's yes. not a judgment. It's just, isn't that interesting? There is a wide breadth of topics that we talk about on this show that we bounce around, and that couldn't be a better indicator of just how wide that subject matter, that umbrella is. He's going to pick up a Lego video game Batman. I'm going to go pick up uh, a Queen record whose lead singer passed away you know, over 20 years ago. And also on Tuesday, the whole uh, 66 Batman on Blu-ray. Is that already Tuesday? Boom. Yep. Shit. I say shit Boom. because... That's one more thing I got to pick up, and I want to get the deluxe Uber Duber version with the trade with the Hot Wheel and the yeah. It's like seven hundred dollars. Yeah, I mean it's not that much money, but it's it's a lot of money. It's some monies that is true. You know, like I can't can't afford to keep buying this shit, but I'll probably pick that up because it's long overdue, and I'm not in love with it the way you are. Um, you know, because it's just so damn silly all the time. Uh, but it'd be nice to have it because it, it does take me back to a, a place in time. Yeah. So there you go. Even in an hour, there's some some gold, some fried gold packed it in. coming out of these lips. Yes. I'm going to leave it right there. <laughs> all right, then. All right. Have a good Thanks. week. We'll Bye. talk soon. Bye. Shiny. Let's be bad guys. Secrets of nature's deepest mystery.